0: What's going on, everybody? It's Athea Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And man, I just have a big smile on my face. This is so funny. Um, I uh, I don't normally record in the evenings. Usually... Uh, I do content in the morning. I'm just more creative. I have more energy, but, uh, geez, it has been crazy busy. I'm getting ready to go to a retreat in Austin and, uh, not just a retreat, but I'm actually doing a live event there with my clients. And, uh, so we, we're going to have 12 deep, clean guys all, uh, you know, eating a meal together, breaking bread, sharing stories, exchanging information learning from one another. I'm going to do a bit of a talk. It's going to be so much fun. So anyways, I'm gearing up for all that. So this week is just crazy busy. And um, and so I'm on the road here. I'm driving on one of the main streets of Jamaica. And I, I was supposed to be recording podcast episodes um, in my office, but we, we had something come up with our car rental and it needed to be looked after. And so uh, this is just cool. I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying this. I, I think it's fun. Uh, Jamaica also doesn't have a stringent of... Um, well, they have the same laws about like holding a phone while you're driving, but it's definitely not enforced the same way. I'll put it that way so i I hope hopefully I don't get caught. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, what I want to talk about today though is really the uh the value of focus, and I don't know how often i i would I would venture a guess probably every three to four months. you will see some form of content on this podcast about focus. I think in today's day and age, focus is a superpower. And what I can tell you with absolute certainty is that 20 years from now, focus will be one of the supreme superpowers of the modern day man. The problem that we're running into in today's society is that everything works against us developing a, I would say, a habit of focus. What I mean by that is, you know, um, you just think about the notifications. Like, how many notifications do you think you get in a day? I guarantee you, whatever number you think it is, is probably triple that. Like, even for me. So I have notifications off, right? But I do have reminders on. So I get notifications for that. And I guess I get notifications for calls and like, I'm still probably getting like, I don't know, maybe five notifications a day. And I basically have them turned off. Like I don't get any notifications for messaging apps. Like it's just, it's crazy. Um, but that's just a small example. If you look at the content that we're consuming, you know, in the nineties, it was pretty normal to sit at a screen and watch it intently for Twenty to thirty minutes—that was just normal—and now we can barely do that for two to three seconds without scrolling. So it's very interesting, just the way things have changed. We've we've quoted this stat on the podcast before, but you know, the average attention span in the '90s was roughly 22 minutes, which you know, not coincidentally, was the length of your typical TV show, give or take. Obviously, uh, a little bit of leeway there. Uh, But today, it's estimated to be about seven seconds, and that was actually two or three years ago. I heard somebody more recently say three and a half seconds. I haven't verified that one myself, but you get the idea. Like, we are more distracted than ever, and I... I miss it. I I have to just be honest. I miss the days when I was more focused and I didn't have all the stimulation. Like, you know, this is an age-old struggle to have distractions. That's not necessarily like the thing. It's not like, oh my gosh, we were such a focused society before and now technology has made us distracted. No, no, no. Like humans from the beginning of time have had a hard time staying focused. It's just the problem is the, the most primitive, normal parts of life in the 21st century involve elements that I don't know, that make us prone to distraction. I don't really know how else to say it. You can't go very far without your phone. Uh, the The expectations of communication have ramped up significantly. And that's a huge reason actually why we're so distracted because we have this thing of like, oh, well, so-and-so might, might be calling me or I can't let so-and-so down. So we turn the notifications on. Um, you know, I don't want to miss anything at work. So we turn the notifications on for Slack or for Trello or, you know, for whatever it is that you're using for Zoom, for Teams. And like, before you know, these things stack up and it's just in the little micro moments of the day that our brain just becomes a bit more conditioned to be distracted. Uh, I I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, we're still in Jamaica and, um, and my wife and I are here for five weeks. So the last time we were here, we were here for seven months and that was a blast. Um, we just weren't able to, you know, pull anything off like that, uh, this time, or I don't know, I guess maybe we could have, but we didn't want to. So we're here for five weeks. We we decided not to get cell phone plans here and it was really just a convenience thing. Like the cell phone plans here, I can get what I get in Canada. I can get for about, I don't know, 20% of the price. It's kind of embarrassing. Um, but you know, you have to have like a, uh, TRN, which is the equivalent of a Jamaican, uh, social insurance, insurance number and, uh, a bunch of things which we don't have. So then we need a family member to do it and they've been super busy and, you know, we just thought, forget it. We, we just won't worry about having, um, you know, having reception, there's Wi-Fi everywhere. And, you know, what are the chances of, of something happening while we drive? Here I am driving as I record this. Uh, the irony is fantastic. Um, and then uh, we we had a moment about a week ago. So my parents were here, we went on a day trip. And um, the, the driving here in the more like, not tourist parts of Jamaica are actually very hilly and windy, and they're they're rough roads. You know, driving in Jamaica is not challenging because of all the traffic, um, and you know some some of the eccentric driving. What actually makes it challenging is the potholes. So you do a lot of swerving, you do a lot of you know weaving and dipsy and diving and whatever. So my parents are with us, and um, I actually. I didn't know this, or maybe this is a newer development. Turns out my dad has a pretty weak stomach, and so he and my mom were in the back seat of the car that we're renting, uh, which is you know the car that I'm in right now. And then my um, my in-laws were in a vehicle in front of us, and so we're following them in their truck. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we we went and had a great meal at this restaurant, and then we're coming back down, and my dad's starting to feel queasy, and you know we're kind of like at first he was just like, Oh, you know, I don't feel great or whatever. And then he was like, Oh, I'm not feeling good. You know, like the tone was there and you're like, Oh crap. So we pull over and you know, he, uh, unfortunately he vomited. And so, um, so there goes this great meal that we just had together. Um, but because of where it had happened, when it had happened, um, basically my, uh, my in-laws continued ahead and, um, and they weren't able to, um, they weren't able to, to stop, you know, the, just the flow of traffic and whatever else. So in this, you know, in this flow of traffic, um, and, and kind of us getting separated and my dad, you know, taking probably about 15 to 20 minutes to get everything out and then recover, uh, we got separated really badly. And so in our, in our separation, um, You know, we don't know where they are. They don't know where we are. I kind of thought they might turn around because they knew that none of us had phones with reception, but they didn't. And uh, and you know, it it turned out to be fine. Like they were they were parked. I don't know. We we kept driving about five minutes down the, the route we were we had agreed to take, and they were there. Um, but the, the, my in-laws were kind of like, Hey, you guys need to get a a cell phone plan. Like this can't happen again. And they were, they were right. You know, like it it was, it, it could have been a lot worse and it would have been so helpful to communicate. And at the same time, I'm kind of like, you know what? 10 years ago, that was not a normal expectation. Like we have evolved here as a society and I'm not trying to resist the development Um, but (laughs) there's some nice uh, Jamaican traffic feuding going on behind me. Don't mind the honking. Um, I'm not trying to resist the development like it's inevitable, but what I am saying is that we still have to find ways to not simply conform just because it's a societal norm, but to actually assess and evaluate like, Hey, can we, can we find a way to still protect our focus? Um, are there things that people consider normal? that actually I probably shouldn't be doing because if I were to do them, they would make me a very distracted individual. So these are the things that I would love to just remind you guys. You have to be thinking about and you have to do the thinking for yourself because this world and this day and age and the days and the ages and the worlds to come are not going to do it for you. So that's that's all today is guys. It's just a reminder your focus is so valuable. You know, the greatest gate to your inner resources is your attention. And marketers know that, technologists know that, innovators know that, developers know that, and they are feasting on our attention. They are selling our attention for unbelievable amounts of money. And if you knew just how valuable your attention was, you would probably take better care of it. So this is just a reminder your focus matters and in the recovery context this is unbelievably important because what what a lot of guys say is you know oh man I just these urges they just come out of nowhere no nothing comes out of nowhere stop telling yourself that it's not just like oh I'm just a guy it's not genetics it's not hormones those things are all at play I'm not saying that they don't play an influence But trust me, there were a strain of thoughts. There were things you were giving your attention to that led up to the moment where you suddenly became aware of an urge or of a desire. And if you did a better job guarding your focus, man, I'll tell you, you would avoid a lot of distractions. You would avoid a lot of uh, rabbit holes or pitfalls or kind of more dangerous paths that could lead to a relapse. And you'd probably find yourself in much cleaner, freer places. So guys, I wish you the absolute best. I wanna thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you got some value out of today's episode, I would mean the world to me if you left a rating or, and a review on your platform that you listen to. In the meantime, I'm cheering you guys on. Have a great day, we'll talk soon, bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash The Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery.